Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Close. Smash you. King Kong. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. Because you're weak and deep covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 374 of The Sith List. I am one of your five hosts, Raj Shahi, And my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Buarguel. The man we call Crunch Crunch, who is not going to be with us tonight, guys. He has some work to do, but don't you worry. He will be there or be here with us next week. So don't you worry about that. If you miss him, go on YouTube channel and watch him do a reaction to Ahsoka. Plus, subscribe and like and comment. Thank you. The man we call the king of all pods, Mr. Tom Chansky. What is up, buddy? Hey. Hey. That's you're at me right now. Hey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. The man that I call Randy, and so does his mommy, Mr. Randy Lejudice. What's up, buddy? What a be, fam. What a be. What a be. And last but not least, the man who needs an introduction. The man we call El Hombre. Sirathis, what's up? Howdy, partners. <laughs> hey, howdy. Hey, you want to hear something crazy? I haven't yes. played Red Dead in two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I didn't play. Uh, so, like, I couldn't play whenever I left for that gig in Houston, right? And I came mm-hmm. back and didn't feel very good. And then just work has been in the way. And the reasonable 666 when I leveled Ooh. up the last time I played. So I saved it so that tomorrow I can stream the beginning of my Halloween journey with wow. level 666 on my back. So yeehaw. Number of the beast, bro. Man, that intro to that song used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, it's pretty scary, man. <laughs> it's pretty scary. That guy's voice is the best, man. That's like, ugh, ee, ugh. Well, you know, did you just like cold turkey yourself or did you wean yourself off? Well, it was cold turkey because I played the morning we left just for a little bit. And then I couldn't play while we were gone. And, you know, so it was instantaneous. And so then when I got back, I didn't feel good. And then blah, blah, blah. And here we are. The reason I ask is because I'm trying to wean myself off of caffeine like mm-hmm. i drink a ton of i i yeah, into, yeah. Uh, you know how much i do boo I, there's a lot good of luck that goes into my, yes good luck because i've seen i've seen some 
some uh, some quick turns when people yeah, get off caffeine. Oh, I've, d- like, I've tried it before. The re- oh, okay, this, is the, this is the reason I'm doing it. I'm, I, I've done it before. I did this cleanse, this 10, 12-day cleanse where you, you eat nothing but like kale soup. And it's just – it's it was awful. It was probably the worst experience I've ever had in my life, this, this cleanse, because I wasn't allowed any caffeine. And I remember – and I wasn't allowed to eat anything that was like halfway decent. And I remember on like the eighth day, I was driving home from work and I was in traffic on the street and I looked at a church's chicken and I, and I started screaming in my car, fuck this thing, this is bullshit, fuck this cleanse. And like I started losing it, like really losing it. And I think it was just a matter of, of the, I haven't had caffeine in like eight days and I started getting headaches. So I'm starting, I'm doing the cleanse again, but not that cleanse, a different type of cleanse. So, and that is zero caffeine. So I'm not going, I'm trying to get to a point where, you know, I, I'm weaning myself off until I do the cleanse. So, um, hmm. yeah, anything, should be, it should be fun. Anything that you have experienced withdrawals from. Yeah. That won't kill you by like taking drinking caffeine is not going to kill you nope. unless it's in gross, gross quantities. So if you can wean yourself off, you'll have a better success rate yeah. then because like I did that one time doing a, a fast and I it made me so violently ill because I, my mm-hmm. body is addicted to it violently ill and plus all the fruit juice and stuff it, i was i had right. to drink some caffeine or else i was incapacitated <laughs> i couldn't work i couldn't do anything that's what i'm afraid of bro and i'm gonna be on the podcast during that week i would imagine so i'm gonna be like fuck you guys you can suck it out of your own fucking podcast Whoa. loki's I mean, shit yeah that's yeah, what a guy exactly. told cruiser and then we bad motivators split up <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like lorena has been trying to get me to do this cleanse with her for like since the last cleanse and i've i've put it off for three years but now it's like i'm my cholesterol's high i need to get this thing down and this is supposed to be great for it well so listen to real quick i abuse caffeine and i need i mean i'm drinking coffee right now yeah so that i can be on for this this all-important podcast we're doing right now um (laughs) you're putting your 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 health at at a at risk just for us yeah but once your endocrine system rebounds Mm-hmm. you'll realize how much energy you actually have without well, the that's caffeine. I'm, I'm trying. But you remember, I used to drink caffeine and beer. Remember that, those days? And Boo's like, oh, he's got, he's doing the combo. We're going to have a bad show. That's, yeah. that's a gross combo, too. It was gross. It was gross. So, yeah, let's see how this goes, man. Uh, anything uh, happened uh, to anybody this week at all? Uh, Boo, you, uh, you chauffeured uh, Rusty and Brittany to Coldplay. I did. I was uh, I was the limo slash uh, Uber slash uh, chauffeur. Yeah, yeah. I, I dropped them off to uh, was it Snapdragon now? Uh, it used to be a Qualcomm. It wasn't that bad. I, I was expecting it to be a real shit show. It was yeah. you know the normal concert shit show, but wasn't right. terrible. So that was nice. So yeah, so, so that worked out. And then uh, yeah, picked them up. They had a great time. Yeah, I talked I to Brittany about it. I taught because I went on Sunday. Me and Lorena went on Sunday. Oh, that's right. They were at the Rose Bowl, huh? They were at the Rose Bowl for two nights and they sold out two nights. So you're talking nice. 80,000 people each night, 160,000 people, right? And I was thinking while I was there, Eric, I was like, first of all, I've been to hundreds and hundreds of shows in my lifetime, right? Working mm-hmm. at Ticketmaster, all that shit. Visually and vis- visually only, the greatest <laughs> show I've seen. 
Wow. No, no I'm talking. I'm, I'm not talking shit on their on their. I mean, they have banger after banger after. You know every single song. Mm-hmm. Like you're surprised how many great songs they have. Uh, but are they like my favorite band? No. But visually, just unreal. Like the, everybody's got a wristband that is programmed to every song, mm-hmm. and f- amazing fireworks show. It, it's just it's unreal the stuff that they were doing and they were pulling off. That's what so Taylor cool. Swift does. Okay, so Taylor Swift, th- oh. that's what I wanted to ask you because I'm sitting there thinking, like, they, that's, that's 160,000 people in two days. They were just in San Diego and they sold like 40,000 there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Taylor does this for like five nights in a row in like massive stadiums. Like, right? Like, yeah. I was talking, yeah, right. Right. And it's yeah. like, I imagine that's something you never really get tired of seeing. Right. Like, like exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, like, how many times had you seen Coldplay and seen that kind of like show? Twice. Okay. So Twice. I saw them do this, their last tour, but it's, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, now they have to do it. Like now everybody's expecting this, but they did it, but they ramped it up another level. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like So I can see why the, people uh, would go back to back nights is what I'm saying. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Eric's a perfect example of that he's seen like three Taylor Swift shows. So I, was it the, was it a ramp up as you went to? God, I Each wish. One? I wish. wish I what? Have. What do you mean? That I've seen more. I've only seen Taylor once. No. You, what do you mean? What do you mean? You've seen her like three times. Today. <laughs> wait a minute. You. Ooh. Wait, wait. You've only seen him. You, Ooh. Are you sure about? I thought you've seen her more than once. No, I've only seen her one time. Oh shit. Garage. Wait, is this I, a okay, gag? Okay. I hate to do no, this. No, no, no. I this think, is. I think. Uh, Oh, I think he got it. Yeah. He has it. Well, hold hold on. Let, let's let's play this, dude. It's breaking news. For Swifties, seeing Taylor Swift live is a dream come true. But for some of these diehard fans, they have no memory of their concert experience. It's being called Taylor hmm. Amnesia. You heard that right. Some fans can't remember the concert they attended just moments earlier. That's what happened to 32-year-old Nicole Booz, who saw Taylor earlier this month in Philadelphia. You spent almost $1,000 on a ticket, right? And you can't remember anything? It felt like so surreal. Afterwards, as we were leaving, I was like, did she play this song? I don't remember this song. I don't remember her doing that. Doctors say Taylor amnesia is a very real phenomenon. Emotion mm. and memory are mm. closely right, intertwined. Eric, write her name down. And you, if you there. have a strong emotion, you can either heighten right. the memory or you can suppress it. And in the Taylor Swift concerts, it looks like it was so exciting that they forgot mm. a lot of it. But I did some research on this. This guy, which this is what I call good. watching videos on YouTube. And uh, I think I figured this out, what's going on. And so forth, so she's definitely a witch. There have been recent reports that people are leaving the Taylor Swift heiress concert Mm -hmm. and the next day they get up and they can't remember chunks of the concert. And there are Mm. people that are saying it's because perhaps Taylor Swift is casting spells that are causing memory loss. People are saying it appears that she is performing rituals. Specifically, they're pointing Uh to one song and there's a clip that's big on TikTok. Most recent concert, Taylor Swift is performing witchcraft. And I know this is gonna raise some controversy in the comments, but this just doesn't look right to me. Oh my God. I'll be honest, like, that definitely looks ritualistic. Yes. Taylor Swift confirmed witch. 
You know, I was worried that about explains that. Explains it. That you know, uh, yeah, Eric. Try to remember hard. You went to a couple. You told us. Just stop it. <laughs> Just stop. Let me tell you how That's this all came about. Idiotic thing about witchcraft, man. <laughs> it's witchcraft. Hey, Randy sends me this video, and I was like. I got like three hours of nothing to do at work. So let me let me put this this whole thing together with little witches flying. And you did great. That was beautiful. That was yeah, a good, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it was set up very nicely too. It was. Yeah. Thank you. That was quite thank good. You. I, I right. will give you huge props for that. You got it. You got uh, it. In all honesty, I would love to see Taylor Swift again. And um, well, so would they. You know, here's the deal. <laughs> Look, it's easy for that to happen. I mean, I remember it happening at Metallica. Like, mm -hmm. just part... I mean, if you really pin me down, I would say, yeah, they play this song, they play this song, but, like, parts of it are just a blur because you're so caught up. There's so many things to watch and look at and mm -hmm. notice, and, you know, it's like watching a movie and all you're concentrating on is Easter eggs. You, you know, know what? You have a point because... Uh, like I told you guys, I saw Page and Plant in my senior year of high school. I don't remember anything from that damn show. And it wasn't because I was drinking or anything. I, couldn't, I was too young. I, I still, to this day, try to like rack my brain. I'm like, mm -hmm. how do you not remember those two icons playing together? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was, I was probably just so stoked about yeah. it. Well, like I remember in high school, I saw Damn yeah. Yankees when they were at mm -hmm. their peak of uh, popularity. And they were like my favorite band at the time because i loved the guitar playing of you know everybody in the band and um dennis I the young? oh no dennis the young who was in that band who was the guitarist uh so tommy shaw tommy shaw ted nugent yeah nugent and you know ted nugent's a butthole but he, the, he was great in that band and yeah, yeah no. um it was a great show i'm sure but i only have a limited memory of it right and just because i was so excited I will say, how was the screaming level at that show, though? Because uh, for, let me tell you why I'm asking this. Selena Gomez came out and sang a song with them. And I swear to God, man, I've never heard anything louder. The females went ape shit when she walked on stage. Where my phone gave me that warning for the noise cancellation thing. Uh -huh. Like, if you're in this setting for 30 minutes, you're going to go deaf. I was like, Taylor Swift must be this the entire show. It was quite loud. Uh, I will say this, though. Like, I never had a problem hearing, like, the music. It, it wasn't like, oh, great, I get to spend this money paying to hear other people sing these songs. I could always hear fine. And their audio engineer and the way that they set the sound system up, the vocal, the, the, mix had like a lot of power to it but it wasn't loud like my ears weren't ringing when i left i didn't take i didn't need earplugs i didn't need anything like that okay it was okay. just very well done but no people were loud as hell it was i was probably loud too <laughs> yeah, <I'm right. laughs> well thanks for being a good sport about that no uh, problem man yeah 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 Anybody else have anything cool this uh, week, King Tom? Or oh, you do, Eric? I okay. actually do. I went and did okay. a troop with the five hundred first for the first time in over oh, like a year and a half. Shit, well done. And you know, I'm going to tell you something, man. I, like that's not for everybody. And like the guys who do this, who are like really dedicated to the five hundred first, they're out there doing every weekend. It's like their thing, mm. and it's not mine. 
but I enjoy doing it. And I, to- I told Amanda, I said, I'm going to go and these guys are going to give me so much crap for never coming out and oh. doing any of this. And I, uh, I got there and one of the guys who's like, who really helped me get my armor together at the beginning came running and hugged me. He's like, it's so good to see you. They are like some of the best people, man. Oh, that's cool. And it was a great time and people liked it. And I was in my armor for about an hour and a half and was like, that'll do. <laughs> Cause I started getting real like helmet claustrophobic and it starts like hurting yeah. the front of my head and yeah. my armor. I went to put it on and it's, it said, um, you should lose weight. <laughs> like thanks stormtrooper hey, i know about a cleanse if you want one mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's supposed to be good no i'm good can i can i rewind well first let me ask king tom anything cool this weekend or you just relax chill i'm relaxed chill i haven't good had to go you. to the, the hospital in more than a week nice so, you know, very good I'm, I'm, this is my uh month-long vacation good for so, you man that's yeah. awesome that's the best time enjoy times. it that's the best. To relax and chill and not have anything to do is fucking amazing. When I wake well, I mean, up, I and still I... got to work and everything, but I'm not going yeah, to get I'm just shot saying, like, on radiation the... and drugs. Yeah, right. No, I'm saying yeah. like on the weekends where you don't like oh. have any like plans, plans. Yeah. So when I wake up and I hear the words, "We got to be productive today," it's when I want to just like, no, we despise, don't. I despise those words. <laughs> Dude, I'm taking productive. all next week off work for a staycation. Amanda will be at work, kids will be in school, oh. and I'll be hanging out at home playing Red Dead. That's awesome. Making up for lost time. Hmm? Right. Nice. Pants Randy, optional. <laughs> uh, Randy, uh, anything this uh, last week? Anything? Uh... Nothing too exciting. I'm playing a couple video games. Hey. Reading a couple books. That's, Nothing special. That, that sounds awesome, too. Shit. Um, I want to circle back real quick to the Taylor Swift thing. Um, I was thinking about you because I was wondering, uh, t- Taylor's at a, like a crazy psycho level right now. Like I haven't seen since, I don't know, Michael Jackson days a little mm-hmm. bit. It's like, it's getting weird. Uh, and you have loved her since God, day the one beginning. Ba- beginning. Yeah. Is it weird for you now? I mean, she, not that she wasn't massively huge yeah. before. Also, like Brittany. Brittany has loved her forever, too. Is it weird for you guys now that her people are just like, let me give you an example. I went to CVS to pick up an anniversary card, and above their photos section was um, just examples of like canvases and what you can do. Mm-hmm. And it was all fucking Taylor Swift, you know, obviously without her permission, but right. they were showing you uh, all the products. And I was like, my goodness, man. And now I watch football mm-hmm. and that's all I see is Taylor on there. It, um, listen, I love Taylor Swift. I do. I mean, this isn't a gag. It's not a bit. It's, yeah, I, I know. appreciate her music. <laughs> do I? Right. Yes, I think she's hot, but no, it, it's, but it's too much. It's over the top and it's it's ridiculous. I think that even what's his name, her Kelsey? boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, yeah, he's over it. He's he's like yeah. this is dumb. And I'll tell you what, man, she's a class act because one of the first things she did whenever she went to that first game with the Chiefs is she cut off Fox's um uh what's the word I'm looking for sync licensing. Oh, yeah. While she's at yeah, the game, yeah. you will not use my songs. This is not what this is about. Right. All that right, cameras right. on her, that's not her. That's, that's not, not her media people doing it. But the, here's the deal, though. There was a job posting for, I don't remember what, what like a news outlet, looking for a full-time Taylor Swift reporter. Your job yep. will be to... That's when it becomes too much. Right. Because that's so, when you start... So is that your new career? 
No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you apply? Yeah. right up your alley, man. Well, it's uh, it would, but you know. <laughs> Uh, so this is like, think- I've quit my job and now I have a new career. Yeah, yeah that's, It's just over the top. It's it is much. over the top. I was just wondering how you, you guys, like the true Swifties felt about like this, yeah. like this craziness that is the phenomenon of Taylor Swift right now. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, and I think she's, honestly, I think she's played it really well. Like yeah. she's, she's playing it really well. Good mm-hmm. for her. Huh, okay. Well, time to get into some box office. Um, guys, uh, you ready for a little... Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo. Uh, when you guys were off, I said, are you ready for a little B.O.? <laughs> for box office. Ugh, that's gross. Okay. Well, this one's dear to my heart right now, and, and I bet you, King Tom and Eric, you probably for you too at one point of your lives. Uh, the Weekend Box of Results, Paw Patrol fetches number one. Thank you, Rotten Tomato. The animated sequel managed to defeat the latest and best-reviewed entry in the Saw franchise and an original sci-fi adventure to win the weekend. Now, my kid, I mean, Malik loves Paw Patrol, dude. Like, we have Paw Patrol toys here. He watches the series. He watches the movie. Uh, so he's going this Sunday to watch it with uh, his aunt, um, Boo's sister. So um, Paw Patrol number one, $23 million. Saw X, $18 million. The Creator, which I've heard phenomenal things about, $14 million. And The Nun at $4.6 million. So there you go. Thank you, Rotten Tomatoes, for the, for the box office results. Um, anybody watch anything cool this weekend at all? Boo, did you watch anything? No, just a boatload of football. That's about it. Yeah, that's me too. I, that's that's all I had time for. Yes, yes, yes. Me too. My Raiders beat. Um, I'm sorry. Did I just say my Whoa. Raiders? Oh, oh, wow. We're going to have to I hold just, on to that one. Uh, <laughs> wow. You are not going to live that one down. Friends. My friends. My, char- this. my Chargers beat the my too hated late. ones, the Raiders. Oh, too my God. Late. I can't believe I said that. So what happens when I'm multitasking with sound effects and shit. Um, Freudian slip so, there. Right. I did watch some more of Yellow Jackets, Randy. I um, I have one gripe with Yellow Jackets. It's it's getting crazier, by the What's way. And, and I really love season two because it's bringing out the, uh, I don't know, the extra, like, I don't know, whatever you call it. I don't want to ruin it for people, but it's the scary levels are, are coming out. I don't think Shauna, for the people that watch the show, like Fernando and you and Les, her young version is not, I don't think, comparable to her older version. I think her older version, her current version, um, is more of a smart ass, is more witty, It's she's funny, and mm-hmm. I don't see that at all from young Shauna. So that's the only gripe I have so far. Maybe it'll change. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe it won't. Yeah, maybe. maybe you need to keep watching. Uh, I'm liking it, though. I'm liking it. I'm in episode seven, so I'm getting there. Okay. Oh, you're almost there. Yeah, almost and, there. and every time Lorena walks in the room and she goes, what the fuck is this? <laughs> every, there's something disturbing happening every time she walks in. I'm, I know, so right. There's no way she'll watch it with me. I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much like a uh, a Showtime review. You might as well put that out on Apple TV. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is Three this? stars. Yeah. Uh, also, Love is Blind. I know that Brittany's probably been watching it. Uh huh. Up to date. New episodes oh, coming yeah. out Friday. That's out. Um, and then I think that's about it. That's all I've watched. Anybody else watch anything of note? 
I'm not going to say too much about it, but last night was also the season finale of uh, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, I have. I'm not caught up. King Tom, I started watching. I totally, me and Lorena totally blanked on it, and we haven't watched it since episode two of this season. Okay, well, now you can watch the whole and thing. So, so we watched two, uh, three more episodes. Oh. So, yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. They just okay. got renewed. Oh, I think that's a boo bit. My bad. <laughs> You're good. I, won't get it. I don't want to take any bits away from you. I know it's, it's a it's struggle. Slim right pickings, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to get caught up on that. We're, too, we're the two most recent behind. Um, so I watched. Play, the, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I watched Dungeons and Dragons finally. Oh, oh, I wasn't quite good. I, That's what everybody I says. Very much That's enjoyed it. Says. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, and I'm so gonna watch it. I was just browsing around. I had the day yeah, off, and too. I'm like, well, you know, let's see what's what's shaking. And I watched that, and then Amanda was pissed that I watched it without her. I'm like, well, you've never mentioned it once, so how was I supposed to know? My gosh. But right. it's good, man. It really, really is. It's, that's what I've heard. It's better than it has any right to be. And I know that's a everybody yeah. loves throwing that phrase around, but it's there's a lot of action. The special effects are good. It's funny as can be. It's mm-hmm. just a good movie. It's yeah, funny. I, that seems to be happening a lot lately where there's movies where you can accurately say it's better than it has any right to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Like right. take the Barbie movie, for example. Better than it has any right to be. Yeah, right. It was great. And Dungeons and Dragons kind of seems like it's the same thing. I want to see that movie. I heard it knows what it is. I heard it like it is. It knows what it is, and it kind of like plays off of it. It 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 comes off like if you've ever played Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, it comes off like that, and the characters <laughs> are played like they're being played by somebody oh, like it's a role playing game. That's it's, I mean they don't like break the fourth right. wall or anything like that, but right. I'm just saying it's what they make decisions that people who are playing pen and paper role playing games would make. And yeah. um it's funny and it's it's just good. Just so, remember this right. if if there's any movie with Chris Pine, Amanda's probably going to want to watch it with you. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I should know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nothing else? Anybody else watch anything? No? We're good? We're good? Well, we watched something last night, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's do Greetings. it. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn, aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. Listen, before we get into Ahsoka, because that's really the only thing anybody wants to talk about, I do just want to mention that there's some stuff going up for auction that you could have if you want to shell out piles and piles of money. Uh, And so some of this is coming from Anthony Daniels' personal collection. A C-3PO head complete with light-up eyes. And also from his collection are uh, C-3PO's hands and feet, uh, hand annotated scripts and an unopened cereal box used as a prop by C3PO. And I'm not sure what, let's see, uh, memorabilia auction, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Indiana Jones whip will be in this auction. Oh, what I understand. that's, that's cool. pretty wow. cool. Wow. That's cool. That's awesome. I'm excited for that. And <laughs> yeah. I can't, te- oh, cool. I can't tell if, um, as I'm just breezing through this article, this is I'm checking this out on CNN.com. 
if it's to raise money for anything or if it's just like boy oh anthony daniels could use some money kind of thing i i don't know how does that dude man he must live a lavish lifestyle man it well, seemed like they bring him in on everything he was like at celebration anaheim he was being like escorted around by a whole bunch of security people yeah right in chicago he had that thing in the basement a hundred dollar yeah. cash meet and greet yeah he could Jeez. be bothered with the with the um celebrity authentics or whoever yeah. puts that on uh he couldn't do that he had his own thing mm-hmm. god i remember right. whenever i did the uh show me naturals bodybuilding contest in st louis few you know several years ago whenever i was a well. bodybuilder and the guest posing guy was putting on like a clinic and we all go in there and he goes all right let's just get this out of the way right now it's 40 bucks cash blah blah blah, blah. nobody like there was no mention of money everybody thought it was just like a, a part of the your entry fee and it was super awkward anyhow <laughs> um but yeah it's so that's kind of neat right also the acolyte trailer is suddenly making the rounds again uh like a leaked version of it and because i saw it actually just fairly recently a buddy of mine shinobi uh who would uh a good uh friend of my twitch stream sent that to me and i'm like this is the same one that i've seen but it's uh got some smoke around it yeah i I, there's two different versions that i've seen they're both really bad and the sounds really bad Mm -hmm. I took both of them and tried to straighten them out and I took the audio and put parts of it in AI because some of it you can do and some of it you can't do an AI clean cleaning version. And I, I did it and I wanted to show you guys because uh, um, I don't even know if most of us have seen it. But listen. Your eyes have deceived you. You must not trust them. Came out pretty good so far. Huh? The force is powerful. It is power. It must respect. Scenes are so badass. So, for anybody who hasn't seen this, it's very Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yes. Um, Yeah, I tried to straighten it out as much as I could. You did a good job. This is about power. I shouldn't be allowed to use it. The scene with the lightsabers, badass. So, High Republic right there. Yeah. Yeah, so I did. I was bored at work, also. With that but it's one. definitely so worth worth a watch, and you can find it lots of places. Uh, I wish that we'd hear a little more about the show, as far you know, just because from a production mm-hmm. standpoint, it looks like it's going to be. When's the last time you saw twenty people standing in a group ignite lightsabers simultaneously? It's just pretty dope, man. Yeah, that's pretty rad. But speaking it's, of pretty dopey, let's talk about the Ahsoka finale. Um, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to just preface this whole thing with I love the show. I like what they did with the story, and I like where the characters 
began, went, and ended in this episode. Okay? But I'm getting ready to say something pretty negative. Uh Uh-oh. The execution of the fight choreography was painfully terrible to watch. Which one? Which fight? Every single one of them. You can literally watch them counting stance two three four swing six seven eight hold Mm. two three four you two it's like oh my god it's all so wooden and pausing oh wait you're supposed to kick me okay now go and all the movements are short there's like it's it's so crappy i'm sorry it took me out of it i even said out loud jesus christ this is bad i couldn't believe how bad it was and i have been dying to say it because i've not said it at all and i'm sure i'll get torched down good for this but (laughs) it was awful watch it from that point of view and you there's no way you can't think the same thing it's well, terrible. There were a couple of times where I thought it was very slow, to tell you the truth, especially Ahsoka, especially her movements and the way she was doing the lightsaber mm-hmm. stuff. I thought it was kind of slow. Um, but yeah, I don't think I want to watch it again looking at it that way. <laughs> yeah, there's well, and I didn't want to either. It's like I just usually, you guys know me. I, typically, I've been Mary Sunshine about, well, I just find what I want to like out of it, and that's what I focus on, and blah, blah, blah. But my God, it was awful. Okay. But let's talk I, about what they did with the story well, and the fights. Okay. I, because I the choreography say, is not a fault here. It's the execution of the said choreography. Right, right. I didn't have any problem with the choreography. My one complaint is when they first go into the temple and there's the three of them and the stormtroopers on the stairs, the staging of that felt really goofy. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it was like, we're going to close up on Ahsoka. She's swinging her lightsaber and we're going to, you know, then we're going to go to Sabine and Ezra. And it just felt like that just took me out of the episode. Just that one bit. Mm-hmm. You know, once they made their way up the stairs, I was fine with it. But just the staging and the way that that one scene in that room was framed, it, I don't know, there was something with it. But other than yeah. that, Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was interesting because there are some moments where you feel like, uh, like you said, the staging was a little weird. The the way they had the shots were weird. Uh, but then there's some scenes that just look beautiful. So it was like mm-hmm. a hit and miss in this episode um, with visually. But um, yeah, I, the storyline was pretty cool. I just thought the very cold open was just a little bit too long um, with her getting the, the sword, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But um, other than yeah, other than that, I thought it went well. I wish we got more Balin in it. Yeah, me too. I really do. But I love the fact that this is either Mortis or like King Tom said to me earlier, or a passageway to Mortis. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very, very happy that this happened. But I want to get into that a little bit later because I want to talk to you guys about Abeloth. And I know King Tom doesn't want to go there, but I think this is really where it's going, King Tom. I think it's going there, dude. I I know, and I know you don't like it, but I think it's going there. Um, but we'll talk about that later. But but hey, how cool was it that those stormtroopers ended up be- becoming the zombies? You know, that's that was kind of cool. Uh, we kind of talked about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool. Um, I like the design. I like uh, I like the fights themselves, like what they were supposed to be. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know and. <laughs> 
like I wish I didn't feel the way I feel about it. I wish I could like unsee it and just you know may I'll next time I'll watch without my glasses on or something. I don't know. <laughs> but um What'd you think about the storyline though? It was good. Yeah. I, I like what they did and I liked how hokey it was. I liked the whole thing with the Night Sisters and mm-hmm. uh you know, the execution of it was it felt like a TV show. Felt like something right. I would have seen on like Firefly, something like that, uh, as okay, far as okay. like the quality of it. But it was still cool and I liked what they did. And I liked the fact that, you know, they talk about the stormtroopers were aware of the sacrifice that they were gonna have to make, whether it was just knowing that they were gonna get left behind no matter how things worked out, or that they were gonna get turned into zombies if they died, kind of thing. Um I don't know, man. I just, I thought that was really neat. I thought that how Ezra, Sabine, and Ahsoka, like how that whole thing came around, Hu Yang, Ezra building his saber, just all of that was good. Sabine finally digging in when it really, when the really mattered and using the force and grabbing the lightsaber and doing the classic, you know, lightsaber to the head ignition yeah. with the dark troopers. Or Look I'm sorry, dude. the death troopers. I fixed this picture up to, sh- to see the detail of his face. Yeah, yeah he's pretty jacked up. Yeah, this yeah. is one of this is the one that was choking them for the people listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty jacked up, zombified. Yeah. Well, um, like, trooper. was he a zombie at that point? I think he was a zombie. They had a like they had a set of zombies or something. Well, they had a set of zombies initially before. You see how they're all green on top? I think they had a bunch of them that were already zombies. Gotcha. And this is and this is who went after them, like their special ops, mm-hmm. zombie ops. And that's the ones zombie that we're going ops. after. Uh, yeah. Zombops. Uh, zombops. But um, I think it's rad that uh, Ezra got home. I think it was really cool that they did the mm-hmm. like the classic Ezra and Kanan thing oh, of so throwing cool. him across. And that somehow Sabine was able to use the force to help chuck him along. But then she didn't go. Right. Which I loved. She- uh, she didn't go to, to help Ahsoka. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. I know we're kind of going all over the place, but let's talk yeah. about Shin. It looked to me now, mind you, I watched this episode on a different TV than I've watched every other episode. Did her lightsaber look like it was completely red at the end? I don't Ooh. think so. I thought it was I, a I, color. Yeah, was I thought it, it was orangey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't yeah, know if did that too. like represented that based on what had happened to her, she fully embraced the dark side. Like, I don't know what that's going to look like with her left behind with that tribe of ruffians, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, I wish that they would have dug into Balin's journey to this place more. Number one, how did he find out about it? Number two, what does it actually represent? Because it sure reminds me of the father from Mortis, the Mortis. Oh, it's, it's, it's father and the brother. The sister well, yeah, yeah, there. that's what it yeah. looks like to me. And yeah, you know, for sure. You, you know, and I was talking to a friend of the show, Trey, and uh, he was saying that, you know, when you think about the Mortis arc, like the sister put her life force into Ahsoka. She is the sister in that layout. She's the she's the owl. Yeah, and right. S- well, who the the sister is, right? I, yeah, I think. But you know what I'm saying? Like the sister touched ahsoka while she was asleep and like poured her essence Mm -hmm. into her and you know 
we've especially man listen guys if you didn't listen to the episode that uh mike and josh were on very recently uh where mike uh, Papas gave like a really really good breakdown of what anakin represents and all yeah. this he's the father that was the whole point the, uh, when yep. mortis caught them uh that he was the one who was going to take over and you know we saw in ahsoka's vision quest if you will that he's both versions of anakin simultaneously mm-hmm. and um Mike and yeah. Josh are coming on next week, by the way, to like literally to holding that balance. And so if Balin's there and Anakin's the father and we, you know, we saw the force ghost at the end and Ahsoka's stuck there and she's the sister that would leave Balin as the brother. Yeah. But, you That's know, right. I don't know what's going to come with that. Now, it is a shame that Ray Stevenson, that was his, you know, final scene mm-hmm. as Balin. Mm. and it's i hope that they recast the character so that we can see what happens to him as opposed to doing like you know unfortunately he died off screen between this season and next i don't think they would because what a boner that would be but (sighs) i guess the real question is what do you think is going to happen next Everybody's seen the episode by now. What do you think is going to happen next? I think there's a small chance that Ahsoka is going to get rescued by the skeleton crew kids. Good call on that. Because they're supposed to be, you know, it's, it was, it was such a great episode and the ending there was just so much like wholesome, good stuff that as fans, we'd like to see that. Like, I kind of forgot how screwed they really were. Because you have Thrawn back and Ahsoka and Sabine are out wherever. And they need, you know, they're going to need a way to get home. This is like the Empire Strikes Back kind of ending. So I I think they might have skeleton crew kind of bridge things here. I'm going to ask you guys a question. So they're going back to Dathomir and those caskets have witches in them, correct? That I always was, thought those were that was stormtroopers in them. They have witches yeah. in those damn things. Oh, and they're starting. They're, he wants to start an army of not only have an army of troopers with them, but also witches. And how powerful would he be if he had? That's insane. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. My goodness. One tough thing, and listen, I'm glad that they're not letting that stop him. But in like. Galaxy A, the galaxy that we know, right? You know, Thrawn's not there when the events of the sequel trilogy come along. Mm-hmm. And you right. also know that nobody in the sequel trilogy said, man, this First Order is the worst thing that happened since the blue guy. Right. And so, and I realize that's a bit tongue in cheek, but you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, what impact can he have uh, that isn't so great that they still talk about it years later kind of thing because he says the last war ended on endor yeah that's true too so Mm -hmm. you know what what does that lead now i tend to think that that whatever what was that peridia is that the name of the planet they were on i think so peridia i think that 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 is where ahsoka is going to be 
during the events of or the beginning of like the rise of the first order that that's kind of where that's where all that action's going to move mm-hmm. that way you can explain away them not being there you can still do stuff with the characters and you know let's face it Filoni he loves them and I get it I love them too there's something about like seeing the reunion of Ezra and Hera even though wow. god somebody hugs somebody for Christ's Some, sake somebody said that in our <laughs> comments like like you didn't have Chewbacca hug Leia you know after Han died uh-huh. and it was such a a painstaking thing for Ezra and Sabine to hug for God's sakes. And then Ezra and Ahsoka to hug like, yeah, somebody just yeah. give each other some love, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I think, I think the distance and time, I think they're not sure what to do right. with each other. You know what I mean? Like if you haven't seen a family member in years, like wait, handshake hug. What do we, the, the Sabine one was different because Sabine's solely been thinking about him constantly and looking at his hologram probably every single night. I and know that, but, but still it, it's tripped. one of those things like, wait a minute, what do we, do well, you want to high Harris five? The, yeah, in what, Harris what defense, that stormtrooper armor probably smelled pretty funky. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, whilst I hear what you're saying, boo, I, I do, I feel what you're saying the level of like family you haven't seen in a long time is different than an aunt that you've really only talked to a handful of times versus somebody that you literally fought life and death with and you know lived through these traumatic experiences arm in arm i and made this huge sacrifice to save them the first thing you're going to do is run up and hug them you know, I, mm. I I don't know. That's just me personally, but boo, boo you might have a point. Well, let me tell you well, why. I, I, I have an experience like about this oh, because no. when I first met King Tom Chansky, right in Chicago, he stormed in. I gave him a big ass hug. Mm-hmm. When I first met Eric, after a long time, not first, the second time I met Eric, me and Les were pumped. Meet Eric. Eric was so busy editing a podcast. That he didn't even look at us. He just, hey, what's up, guys? And I was like, Les, this is something about. I was going to go give this guy the biggest hug in the world, dude. And he's just like, and then he realized, and he's like, dude, I'm sorry, guys. And then he came up to us and gave us a hug. But so I, maybe, maybe, you know, her mind was somewhere else. You know what I mean? Kind of like Eric. He was busy editing <laughs> podcast. You remember that, Eric? I do. You've mentioned it several times. <laughs> I'm, just messing, I'm just messing with you, bro. I, I think just, what happened is, is that, um, <laughs> I was listening to a Taylor Swift song and she cast some sort of yes. spell oh, over me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Who are these guys? Yeah. Yeah. Who are these guys? No, oh, I'm, I'm just gosh. messing with you. But, Boo, did you like it? Did you like the uh, the episode or the show in general? Oh, yeah. You liked it, right? Yeah, yeah. In general, I liked it. Uh, the whole time, I've, I've thought the show has looked great. You know, mm-hmm. there, was, there was the 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 jump slide that Ahsoka had and I was like okay yeah, if, yeah. if that's one if that's one moment I'm like that is kind of hard to to put together just in reality like okay she's going pretty fucking fast right. like, you should have got Tom Cruise to do that stunt for oh he would have done it he'd be like let's do it for yes. real how yes. fast are you going let's go faster yeah uh so it's just a reality I was like maybe they could have done something a bit different but whatever it's all good uh sure uh yeah i thought the show looked great i thought the creep factor in this episode was really cranked up i i think they've been 
slowly escalating it and it's it got i was like oh shit hell yeah we got zombies i've been waiting for this moment i'm like hell yeah uh the witches are terrifying the uh morgan elsbeth you know getting the uh whatever the the face changing shit i was like that's awful that's terrifying to watch all right what did they call Uh, that the shadow when they that starts that process of her becoming a living dead person essentially from the look easy sure terrifying. they just bailed on her didn't they well, oh see yeah. she was a big <laughs> she was a pawn and she's yeah. like well shit fine yeah she looked like she was thinking oh shit oh okay i like how she said for dathomir she didn't say no fuck the empire yeah yeah, she said, mm-hmm. yeah yeah but i i, I thought it was good it didn't hit as as hard for me as as I, i'm sure it did for a lot of other people especially you guys but yeah it's a good show i'm interested to see what's what's next but i do i'd like eric i do ask how much is next how much can they Mm. do continuing on because this is not mentioned ezra's back that's great but we know we don't hear about him again kind of thing you know what's what what is what is ahsoka gonna do the show is called ahsoka so she has to be the main thing going on is she gonna be stuck there on on Paradia forever. I'm I'm interested to see because I'm like, okay, great. Now you have all this time in the world just to train, bitching. You know, let's let, let's see where that goes. You know, then that kind of thing. I, I'm interested to see what happens to Shin, what she's going to do because she's obviously conflicted. She just knows evil, but she's wondering what is there something else? You know, kind of thing. It does suck that Ray Stevenson died because I, I was interested in where he was going and and his character is awesome. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to whatever whatever they do. There's supposed to be a movie for this, correct? Like the the finale. All of it's all of it's supposed to end in a in the movie. That's including Mando, Boba Fett, Skeleton Crew, and this. And this is all supposed to come together. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's supposed to all come together. So and there's ru- there's rumors floating around of a season. A season exactly. They're gonna marvel it up. But there's rumors that a season two might be in the works for Ahsoka, or they're gonna talk about it because of how well it did. I think uh, I think a season two would be would be smart, would yeah. be smart, and then and then and then feed into a movie or something like that. Well, I agree. I think there needs to be a second season just to do the story they set up justice. If you try to close up all these threads from this show in one single movie that is also tying together all this other stuff, you're not going to be able to give the amount of time that a story of this caliber deserves. Word. Because it is a good story. If it's not your bag, I get it. But it is a good story. And for somebody mm-hmm. who really liked Star Wars Rebels, it was great to see them in live action. It was great to see them be so true to character and, uh, you know, having matured a bit since the show. I just everything about it was great. And I just, oh, gosh, I would hate it if they didn't have a second scene. Plus, this whole thing with Balin being there at those statues. And, you know, I, I don't remember the Mortis arc well enough to say with certainty that they didn't ever mention another galaxy in it. But I don't recall them mentioning it. Um, King well, Tom, I, I, you got any? Yeah. I was going to ask King Tom. Um, I don't think they ever said where, whether it was in another galaxy or not. I was always under the impression that more just like a different dimension. Because same, it was this same, same, weird, yeah. Like pyramid thing to get through to it. 
Right. But maybe this is the conduit that you're talking about that gets you to it. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you, if you notice, and Sabine's force was elevated in this place. This place has a lot of force around it, wherever this, this planet is, Peridia. Um, mm-hmm. I know that she's been honing on, but she was doing shit that she wasn't doing before. Uh, and the witches are there for a reason. This is kind of like a mecca, it uh, seems like, of force in this area. And that's what Balin felt too. Can you feel it? I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And can you? He, he was saying that. Um, so that's why I kept saying Mortis, Mortis, Mortis. And then when I saw those two, I was like, holy shit, maybe this is happening. But let me get into this. Let me read it. I'm going to read uh, an email and then I want to get into this Abeloth thing that King Tom is going to get very upset about. But yeah. Okay. So this is from um, our boy Lumberjack Nick. Hey, y'all. Sorry it's been a minute, but I wanted to stop in and just tell you guys how much I loved, capital loved, Ahsoka. I loved Ahsoka as far as the ocean is wide, as high as the sky is tall. How big the something, sorry, I ran out of metaphors. I loved it all a lot. And cherry on top of this Ahsoka Sunday isn't that we got uh, canonical death troopers. It's that we got canonical death troopers of death troopers, exclamation point, exclamation point. I actually laughed out loud when I saw them. Anyway, as far as I'm concerned, give Filoni the reins of Star Wars, please. Lumberjack Nick. Lumberjack Nick, we miss you. We love you. Thank you for writing in. Um... Yeah, man, you got your definitely got your zombie death trooper, death troopers. That's for sure. Now, the ones that we talk about with Mortis and all that, that's first started in Legends before it was in. Well, it did. I researched the King Tom. It started. They referenced it three times. One was like an off, like, hey, it's the ones, blah, blah, blah. Second one they did. The third time they actually talked about the ones. And that was two years before was this they before- showed up. Clone Wars. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I wanted to make sure, because I was like, how come people aren't making such a big deal about something coming from Legends beforehand? Um, mm-hmm. And then I, yeah, look it up. Look it up on Wikipedia and look up Legends. Up. Yeah. Um, so these guys right here, so this is Abeloff, right? So this uh, character okay so in a millennial past once a force sensitive mortal entered a family of immortals this trio of transformed celestials were called the ones the father the daughter and the son accepted the servant as mother but she grew old unlike her immortal family the mother yearned for immortality to stay among them and and drank from the forbidden uh, font of power and swam into the pool of knowledge not a divine being, she succumbed to the dark powers, thus becoming an uh, abomination, the drinker of fear and the despair, the entity known as Abeloff. Okay, so Abeloff is something that came from legends. Um, and here's another figure of her. I mean, she is freaky deaky, let me tell you. I don't, I don't know. If you haven't seen her, guys, look up Abeloff. Pretty, uh, pretty freaky. Okay, so, um, so go ahead. In legends, they were the people would talk about the celestials right that were a group of beings that guided the force and created things and then the clone wars episodes came out yes and And, and they really went into it and well and and then after that people said oh the ones are the celestials that legends were talking about it wasn't like legends said oh there was a father a daughter and a brother well well yeah I i don't think they went deeply into it but darth maul shadow hunter Mm-hmm. They mentioned the, I think they mentioned the ones, if you look it up. And that came out like, 
I think a couple of years or a year before the Clone Wars, they first appeared in Overlords, I think, mm-hmm. which was cool that the, it was called Overlords, by the way. The, uh, yeah. Was it called Overlords or no, Warlords? Warlords. I think. The Warlords. Yeah. I think, yeah, we could dive deeper into that. But it, that is interesting that it kind of came through from but that. I, I think what happened was George and Filoni, Filoni had this idea. George signed off on it. And then after that, people were like, oh, this has to be what they were talking about in Legends, where uh, I don't think they used the Legends and said, oh, with it, there's this idea in Legends, because they didn't They didn't do that. They ha- they came well, up with their own things. Well, it seems like in Rebels, they definitely use a lot of shit from Legends, correct? Like they are, they're starting to use a lot of shit from legends and live action and they're, and there's, they did it in rebels. So it seems like they're not really like they're completely cutting him off. No, no, not completely. Right, right, right. So this Abeloth character is definitely only legends. She's not in any kind of canon. So what's your take on this Abeloth, buddy? It horrible. Okay. It's. It's just a, it's one of those things that like one author had one idea for the character and another had another and they the story evolved and it wasn't always consistent and they wanted to tell the story with like an evil behind everything that wasn't Palpatine and uh-huh. that wasn't the the Yuuzhan Vong and ancient Jedi they wanted to come up with something else so they tied like they tacked it in they tacked it on to the ones from the Clone Wars episodes. Got and it. it. And she was like this major evil in the galaxy. And yeah, it, I don't, if they want to try and, and work it in fine. Um, but like, this is, she is the source of evil. Right. And if she is the, going to be the villain here, and have the same impact then that she had in Legends. Um, no disrespect to Ahsoka, Sabine, Ezra. You need fucking Luke Skywalker and the Jedi. Right, right. You, and that's what happened need, in like, Legends, right? He he came out, he came on and put the right. wood down, right? <laughs> You're gonna need like Force yeah. Ghost Anakin, Force Ghost Yoda. You're gonna need right. everything to if they try to have her be the same magnitude of a threat that she was in Legends. In Legends. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you read some of those books? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I, not all of them, but yeah. Yeah. Abeloth. I don't know. I don't think if, you know, what you're saying, I don't know if I want it. If they're, if they're trying to make Thrawn the baddie, um, then make Thrawn the baddie. You know what I mean? Right. Thrawn and 50,000 witches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this would be pretty hard. This look right here would be pretty hard to pull off, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like octopus. Um I don't even know what to There's say. some like goofy characterizations of her too from like book covers where she's just like this looks like this blob. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll that's see. one of the nicer pictures. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very nice one. Just her dental. She needs dental work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I, I'm glad I got your take on that because yeah, I don't know anything about Abeloth. I know Mike. Mike has some takes. I think he's going to bring Pappas next week about it. He thinks that's the direction they're going, as well. I believe. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. Let's see what happens. I uh, but- yeah, I was not ever a Legends guy. It just yeah. I the books just were not for me, man. 
I just did Heir to the Empire just because it was the first thing out pretty yeah. much. And I was stoked about it, but I didn't I didn't continue really. I have a bunch of books here that I haven't looked at. Cool covers on some of them. But that's that's all I know. But there's some people that love legends, man. There's always some truth in legends, King Tom. Yeah, I mean there's things in legends I love. And then I'll still go back to read, but overall yeah. it's not as good as what we have right now. Right. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Randy. Any takes on this last episode? I know we. I think you guys are night. geniuses, and you know a lot about Star Wars. <laughs> thanks, dude. I just for sure. So so does Wikipedia. Thank God for them because I was like, I'm gonna so, research this shit tonight. One thing I I just want to throw out there is I did like the series, and I genuinely liked the episode. My commentary on the execution of the choreography is my opinion and my opinion alone. I shouldn't have to uh, justify, qualify it or justify <laughs> yeah, right. it. But you know how things go up and shaw, up and shaw. You just end up <laughs> No, I do not think I could do better. I'm just telling you what I saw. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he tried not to use the volume a lot in this thing, if any. So maybe we've been just so used to, I don't know. I don't know. Some of the, some of the things looked very kind of like studio-ish, uh, like practical effects, obviously. But like you were saying, that little cave area was, it looked like it wasn't well done. It looked, some of it was, I think it was like the lighting or something. It looked small. And I don't mean like a confined space. I just mean it looked small. Yeah. You know. mm -hmm. All right. But. Cool. Well, thank you, Eric and everybody. Uh, King Tom, I know you have to head out. Um, yeah. Thank you for hanging out with us during the Star Wars talk, at least. Great being uh, around. Have a great yeah. weekend, everyone. Yeah, later, Thanks, buddy. Man. You're the best, Take care. dude. Get some rest. Bye. Bye bye. All right. It's just down to four of us, and it's time for some boo bits. Boo, you ready for some bits? Always. All right. Bits, it better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh -huh. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. There it is, boo. <laughs> <laughs> let, me put, let me put you up top here, boo. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate Literally it. Literally up top. Yeah. I appreciate it. Right yeah. there. Um, you know, we'll we'll start off. We've started off the episode with uh, you know uh, Struthers not remembering all of his uh, uh, Taylor Swift uh, shenanigans. Witchcraft. Uh, she's been it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, she has been literally everywhere. Now she's at football games, which is great. You know, uh, you know it's it's awesome that she's there. One of the better parts uh, this past weekend is that her entourage. Was with her. She had Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, yeah. Hugh Jackman. I think a couple of other cool, interesting people, and and then uh, Hugh Jack, which you know is a big chunk of uh, Deadpool three. And then there's a rumor that she might be Dazzler, uh, which it just it just fueled that they they are actually friends, which which is funny. A lot of people don't not know or maybe don't care or haven't put that together, but they are friends. It just fuels it. Then you see Hugh Jackman putting out clips, of course, to be Wolverine again. Motherfucker's jacked. Oh, he's jacked. He's fucking. I, I saw. I saw one of it. I was like, man's looking big. It's like, god damn. So good for him. So that's awesome to see. I want that cleanse. 
I, I, I think it's I, it's I expensive think cleanse there. They, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, HGH <laughs> might cost you a bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they, exactly. Yeah, yeah he's, he's taking a couple of things that, that you might want, might not want. Yeah, <laughs> might want. Just can't afford. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, just a couple other things. Uh, the writer strike is over. Thank God. You know, writers seem to be happy. You know, they're able to go back to work. There you go. Uh, yeah. Now the uh, the actor strike is still going, and they're talking. I think they talked for the first time since the strike, their strike began, yeah. uh, or had begun. So, um, but with this, you know, you have uh, unforeseen consequences, and now it looks like Netflix is going to raise their prices again. They're going to say it's because we have to pay our people more. Take that for what you will. <laughs> Probably not right. true, but. That's business, you know. So yeah. the well, one one thing goes up in price, they have to, they feel the need to put that on others. So the others are us, and chances are the other streaming people are gonna do the same thing. You know, your uh, Hulu's, your Amazons, your HBO's, Paramount Plus, whatever. So that's an un- unfortunate thing of of business, but what can you do? Moving on. So that's that kind of sucks. Um, yeah, uh, Araj, you you tease this a little bit. Luckily, King Tom, I, th- I think, caught most of it. That only murders in the building is going to be renewed for season four. Yes, yes, yes. Great show, guys. I mean, if you if you're if you're fans of Martin Short and you're fans of uh, Steve Martin, you're fans of Meryl Streep, you're fans of uh, Gosh, the season uh, Selena Gomez, it? Selena Gomez, and uh, Mister Ageless. Uh, what's his name? Paul oh, Rudd. Gosh. Paul Rudd, there you go. Um, it's a star-studded season, that's for sure. A lot of people like it. I, I don't think a lot of people talk about it too much, but a lot of people like it. So I obviously, it. it's I getting a it's season really four. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, dude. And it's written really well. And Martin Short and Steve Martin have that chemistry. And Martin oh, they're Short's great together. Hilarious. Yeah, they are great together. It's yeah. very, it's very witty and very fast and very fun. It's a good show. Uh, something else that's also coming about uh, more for sports fans, I would imagine. Uh, Tom Brady biopic uh, series. Oh, yeah, series. He, he's getting a whole series called The Patriot Way is in mm. development. Yeah, that is, that's uh, a show on Fox. I thought Fox News. No, no, my bad. Good. <laughs> Keep going. That was pretty good. Thank you, buddy. That is good. That is good. Thanks. That's pretty good. You're probably not wrong. Um, probably, probably gonna get DMs for that one. Though. A little bit. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Um, I, I think if there are, there's a few sports icons that deserve series, shows, you know, little one season kind of things. Maybe more. Michael Jordan. You know the uh, the uh, the last uh, what is it called? The last, last dance. dance. That was great. Things really like was, that. Yeah. I think Tom Brady's career, as far as a Patriot or just his football career pretty fucking interesting you know stuff like that so i think this is pretty cool and, and so it's I gonna think, be like a docu is that what it's gonna be or it's gonna it be says like, a biopic series so yeah i, I would imagine okay good okay yeah. I, I didn't want anybody to play tom brady like i have no interest in that shit <laughs> that'd be yeah. fun yeah but no. um some actually some interesting news about who's gonna be playing who uh with the new dcu or eu um People have been wondering what characters are going to come back, 
who is going to play them, different things like that. There's a set of four characters. Oh, here we go. There's a set of four characters that are going to be come back for sure. James Gunn is, has said they're coming back and they're going to be played by their um, the same actors. Uh, Blue Beetle is coming back. Viola Davis is going to be Amanda Waller still. John Cena uh, as Peacemaker. And then uh, the guy who plays Vigilante, uh, Freddie Stroma. Those four are coming back. They're going to stick around exactly how that makes sense or how that's going to work. <laughs> no, but that's for James Gunn to decide. That's that's his job now. So good luck. Good, good luck. luck, Gunn. Yeah, but it's it'll be interesting to see what uh, what he does with that. So, yeah. Um, oh, he does actually. And it's something to that because people have asked him, how is that going to work? He's going to address. uh most of that in season two of Peacemaker. Okay, so we'll, so we'll kind of bring it all in. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll ran. Have you guys anybody there. seen the new prequel, the boys prequel? Yet? I I haven't caught it yet. I haven't either. It's out already. Definitely on the list, oh. but I haven't, I haven't caught it yet. Without the without the actors to promote it, you just don't know some of these shows are out. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Amazon, <laughs> Amazon doesn't. Amazon is like, hey, we got a show coming out in a month. Gotcha. Yeah. Bezos okay. is like, let's make the shows. Yeah. Forget forget yeah. the commercials. Yeah. Just, just put all the money towards the shows and not the commercials. Yeah. I don't know if that's how Bezos sounds. I've never really heard him talk. He's probably more like, like, just make the shows. I need money to go to space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to buy a new mega yacht. Just yeah. just whip it together. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know how this works. There you go. Mm. Uh, just a couple more bits couple more actually just one more um hopefully and thankfully i hope uh that uh, you guys listen to us on spotify you know listen to us first and with all your other podcasts and music yeah. but spotify also uh for the premium users are going to get up to 15 hours of free audiobook listening Ooh. on spotify listen to That's- us first and then listen to some books absolutely i thought that was, I thought that was uh that was pretty cool Audio books is something I've been I've been wanting to get into. They're awesome, bro. I, I don't fucking read. I'm like, yeah. not, not that I'm against reading. I like to read. Articles, got time like, for that, bro? Uh, yeah, exactly. I ain't got time for that. Yeah, yeah. So there's and there's already like 150k titles on Spotify of audiobooks. So so just FYI, because I've been interested in looking at audiobooks too, and I'm well known in the bad motivator circles for crap and on like calling it reading. You know what I mean? It's just something about it. It's like, no, you're not reading it. You're listening to it. And that's you're fine. Def- it's definitely not reading, but you gotta, con- you not gotta reading. call it something. It's consuming. I'm consuming this book, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's splitting hairs, right? I just, I like reading, but as mm-hmm. like my life has progressed, uh, when I finally make time to read, it's when I'm already super tired and it puts <laughs> yeah. me to sleep. And regardless right. of how interesting the book is, it's not the book's fault. It's my fault for being old, but I would like to try it. Now, when they first mentioned audiobooks coming to Spotify, I'm like, that rules until I looked and I'm like, oh, it's just giving you the option to buy them and listen to them inside of Spotify. Unless that's, you have the premium. No, it that's because oh. that's, that's what I oh. have. But that's how it started. Maybe they're shifting. 
but I was like dope. And so I looked it up and it's like, oh, these are just for sale and listenable inside the Spotify app. But this is when they first launched this quite some time ago. Okay. Okay. Because Boo's saying if you get the premium, you get 15 hours, which is, that sounds like they're, they're giving the premiums, you know, some books. But 15 Good. hours is not a lot in an audiobook no. world, bro. No. Mm-hmm. no not at all. Enough. Not at all. Hmm. It's a book, maybe. That's why I have Audible, but thank you to Pagan Random House, who um, sent over the books to us, which is not books, but the audio files, I guess you could say. Thank you, Pagan Random House. Oh, well, so, I didn't get in on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all right. Hey, let me know if you want anything. I'll... Uh, I'll listen to it and tell you how it is. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Really great deal. Uh, Can you I'm give kidding. me an audio book report on the audio book? <laughs> I will. Funny. I'll actually do it on AI. So it's not even me. It'll, it'll be like legit. Like it's, it'll sound good. <laughs> an audio book report. Yeah. Good. No, I love, I love, because I love Mark Thompson. He's the best. We need to get him back on it. You're so good. There's so many questions that we didn't ask him that I want. I, now I go like, damn it. We didn't ask him about like um, Daria stuff and stuff that he did on visions. And so we got to get him back on. I love his Thrawn. Is that all the bits, bro? That's all I got. That's okay. A- I found the, uh, that commercial dude that, uh, we're lost. No. My fault, but you help. Food. Yes, crunchy food. C-3PO's. New Kellogg C-3PO's. Twin rings phased together for a crunchy new force at breakfast. Yeah, the force is with us. A delicious part so of this. Some, so some choro. Okay. Oh, of course. Did, How much? Yeah. Oh, C-3PO's. A new force at breakfast. Did C-3PO have like a force ghost thing? That's what it looked oh. like. Did he? Wait, yeah, on, whenever he appeared in, by, in front of those kids. And yeah, like, yeah, when they were talking about the it. The force like, really is with this. Yeah. Right there. Uh, uh, yeah, that's true. A glowing one. Yeah. Delicious. Wow, that's not good. W- w- you know what, yeah. though? Based how on they? how Anthony Daniels was with his book and stuff at Celebration, like we were talking about, I yeah. feel like whenever he says, more? How much? He didn't mean how much more food you want. It's how much <laughs> you're going to pay me for these right. three POs. Right. I want a dollar per three PO. Inside there. Hmm. Well, thanks so you for the bits. Get that box. Yeah, yeah. That's you can what it get said. that box. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Now listen, mm-hmm. I know we love making fun of Anthony Daniels, and I was super tired of seeing him at Celebration Chicago. The fact that he was the big name that showed up for the Phantom Menace panel, I thought was egregious. But here's the deal. I was there when he came through Media Row and I was running audio for Steel mm-hmm. and he couldn't have been more delightful. He really? was absolutely delightful. I wish I could have talked to him just one-on-one for ever. He was yeah. interesting and engaging and it wasn't like he didn't come across as being up his own butt, you know. And I get it yeah. when you think about it. Listen, he's at a convention if you're ever going to sell copies of your book as your life as C-3PO, this is where it's, you're going to do it. Get in and get it while it getting's good kind of thing, you know? But anyhow. I would have bought the audiobook. Goodness gracious. Uh, he, he might get a bad rap. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Who knows? All right. Well, let's end it on that. Thanks Thank for you for the bits, the bits boo. boo. Yeah, they're solid bits, bro. Um, the old bits. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, Randy, where can people find you? You can find me on youtubecom Sithlist, where we do reactions to all the shows that we watch. Nice. And Boo, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sithlist Boo. Nice. Last, well, no, not last but not least, but ooh. My favorite Nirvana song, by the way, ever. Uh, love this not song. A Nirvana song. It's not a Nirvana song? It's a cover. Oh, who covered this? No, I'm saying uh, this isn't their song. It's they, not their song. It, it's them doing a cover of the song Love Buzz. Who does Love Buzz originally? Uh, I had no idea this whole time. Wow. Uh, shocking blue. Shocking blue. I had no idea. This song made me go buy a bass because I thought it sounded so easy to play. And it, I, I know the intro, and that's the only thing I learned. That in uh, intro to a Primus song, which is really fairly easy. Yeah, maybe you should be on the Shocking Blue version. Uh, no, I will not do that. <laughs> I, will, I will not do that. Eric, where can people find you, my friend? Check out the Dinner with the Healers, the blue podcast I do with my family. It's loads and loads of fun, family-friendly, blah, blah, blah. Uh, hopefully, find me streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mouserat2217. Check it out. Guys, check us out on YouTube. We did the entire run of Ahsoka. And please subscribe, like, comment, do all that great stuff. We'd love to have you as a subscriber. And you can find me at Sithlis anywhere Sithlis is found on social media. Join our Patreon. We'd love to have you there, too. And you can listen to our intros of uh, talking about music, movies, life, and also our exclusive episodes of all kinds of different things that we chitter-chatter about. Catch us here next week on episode number 375, right here on The Sith List.